If you're looking for an easy, customizable meal planning solution that will reduce decision fatigue, give you five fresh meal ideas every week, and over 250 more real food, family-friendly dinner ideas to choose from to make your meal plan your own, I've got you. It's here. The new Healthy Mama Cooking Club recipe library and interactive digital meal planner is here, and I am over the moon excited to share it with you. This new interactive web app and customizable meal planner combines an easily searchable recipe library of over 250 recipes with our signature weekly meal plans that are now customizable with different serving sizes, adding and subtracting meals, and more, and it all populates into your shopping list you can take to the store with you, and it gives you a prep list to get a head start for easier meals all week long. This is currently only available to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, so come on over and try it out for a week free. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris to learn more and start making meal plans easy. The new year is coming, and if you're anything like me, you probably have a long list of goals you want to accomplish in 2023. And if meal planning, meal prep, eating healthier, or just making dinner feel less stressful is on your list... Listen up, these four ways will make meal planning easier in 2023 or whenever you're listening to this episode. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I'm Chris, your host. And for those of you who don't yet know me, I am a professional chef, a recipe developer, a culinary nutritionist. I care about feeding my family delicious but nourishing food in less time because I'm a busy mama of two, just like many of you or mama of however many kiddos you have. And life gets a little bit crazy with activities and all of the things that we have going on in our lives, work, and just random things that pop up, right? Life can get a little bit crazy. And I know that for us, having a meal plan is one of those things that simplifies one of the most stressful parts of motherhood, and that is figuring out what in the world is for dinner. And meal planning can help with breakfast and lunch as well. I want to be clear about that. But I hear from so many of my moms in the community that dinner time is just stressful. Like No matter what season we're in, there's always something that makes things a little bit difficult at least one night of the week. And the thing about meal planning is that you can meal plan in a way that is really flexible, but still provides you with some level of okay, I've got this. I know what's on the plan. I can make this happen. Whatever pops up 
in our busy lives. It gives you that little bit of planning ahead. So even if you need to mix and match things a little bit, you have the ingredients on hand because you went grocery shopping, and hopefully you plan for some meals that are either shortcuts or maybe an instant pot meal for those nights that are a little bit busier. So you can still get meals on the table. You can feel like you're calling for takeout less. And I think something that's important to a lot of us right now, you're spending less money on food and wasting less. Meal planning can be so helpful for making sure your grocery budget is not sky high, especially in the times that we're in right now. So today I want to give you four tips to make meal planning easier and more effective in 2023. These are solid tips that I promise no matter what meal planning style you use, they will help you to make meal planning easier. All right, tip number one. This is both a meal planning and a budget tip. Stop over planning. You don't need to plan for seven days. Truly, you don't. Five days is plenty. Here's why. Life happens. We just talked about it, right? We have activities. We have things come up. Maybe a friend invites us to dinner. Maybe our husband's like, hey, let's do a date night on Friday. I'll call the babysitter. Oh my goodness. Yes. You want to say yes. You don't want to be like, oh no, but I have a meal plan for that night and I've already bought all the ingredients and I don't want to waste it because I already spent the money. If you plan for five days, just five days, you can give yourself the flexibility of saying yes to those things that pop up. Sometimes that yes is takeout. And you can also utilize tools like eating leftovers for dinner, having a leftovers night to save money and also save time on those really busy nights as well. You do not need to plan for seven days to have an effective meal plan. In fact, I think you should only plan for five days. The other reason I think you should only plan for five days is because then you can mix and match your meal plan. You can move around the meals if you need to if something comes up. If you have a meal plan that is so set and solid, it's hard to move things around if you need to, to shift things to the next day because something came up tonight to go, you know what, tonight I don't actually want to make that stew that I was going to make because I don't have that time in the afternoon I thought I was going to have. I'm going to do a shortcut dinner instead. Switch those around. If you have that time and that flexibility in your schedule, this is where flexible meal planning comes in, it's a little bit less stressful. It's not like you are, you don't feel as stuck to a plan. And like I said, it can help you to incorporate some of those things that can help with your budget as well. Not wasting food if something comes up, doing a leftovers night. So you're cooking once and eating more than once, things like that. So I think the first thing you need to do to make meal planning easier in 2023 is to knock out two of those meals. And you know what? If you feel more comfortable having something in there, then that's fine. Do a leftovers night. Say, okay, Wednesday night is leftovers night or whatever night of the week. Doesn't have to be Wednesday. This night is leftovers night and then marking in date night or family night. That's what I do. When I write out my meal plan and my healthy mama meal planner, I write in on Friday nights. That's our date night. And we either do a date night at home or we have a babysitter come. And then Saturdays are family night. Sometimes this is leftovers. Sometimes it's a shortcut dinner. Sometimes we get pizza. It totally depends on the week. So I still write something in my meal plan. So I have an idea of, wait, what did I plan for that day? And we can move these things around. So if something happens to come up during the week and we decide to do takeout on a Thursday, well, then we're just eating on a Saturday or we're eating something that I planned on a Saturday. You see how that works? We can just kind of switch things around. And so 
I'm not over planning. I'm still just planning for five days and it's way more effective and conducive to a flexible meal plan that feels less stressful. Tip number two. This is a mistake I see so many mamas make. So if you are making this mistake, it's fine. I got you. And we're not going to forget this again, right? You need to look at your calendar before you meal plan. Because yes, most of us have an idea of what is going on in the upcoming week. I know for us, every Sunday, one of our kiddos has Girl Scouts, and every Wednesday, one of our kiddos has soccer, and those are nights where we need to plan specific meals around those times. Sunday nights, or Sundays are when I do my meal prep, so Sunday evenings, I usually have something prepared when she comes home. My husband usually brings her to Girl Scouts, and usually that's when I make something that will take a little bit longer, and then oftentimes something where I can use the leftovers for the next day, because Monday, and no Nobody wants to spend a lot of time in the kitchen on a Monday, or at least I don't. So I know that those things are coming up in my schedule, but there's other things that come up too that I might have forgotten about. So it's really important to look at your calendar because your meal planning for you and for your life. I'm giving you all of these tips, but the goal isn't that you meal plan exactly how I do. The goal is that you meal plan in a way that works for you and your family is less stressful, helps to helps you to get meals on the table save some money on meals, and eat in a way that you want to eat on a regular basis. Those are the main goals of meal planning, right? So you need to look at your calendar and decide what days you need a little bit of extra support. If you want a quick glance of what is ahead in the month, if you want to plan for more than one week at a time, or you just want to kind of mark down those events that you might have throughout the month, there's a monthly calendar in the Healthy Mama Meal Planner for that reason. If you don't have a Healthy Mama Meal Planner, it's all good. You can also mark these things down on your regular calendar and look at your monthly calendar and go, oh, right, I forgot we have that thing on Tuesday and it ends at 6.30. And by the time we get home, it's going to be 6.45. I really want to maybe put something in the slow cooker and have something ready to go for when you get home. Have something prepped that you can just throw into the Instant Pot or eat leftovers that night or have a takeout night that night, whatever that might be. It's up to you. It's your choice what you put in on those nights. But the best way that you can support yourself in whatever your goals are for meal planning is to work with your actual life. This is why in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, I love giving suggestions every single week, inspiration for weekly meals. But ultimately, I always say, Take what works and leave what doesn't because the way this plan is laid out may or may not work with you and your actual life. And like I said, that's what we're planning for is you and your life. So look at your calendar before you meal plan each week. And if you want to make it a little bit simpler, make sure you have a place to write down those activities all in one place so you can quick glance, go, okay, these are the nights I really need to focus on making sure I have something easy. Those are the nights that I think are most important to meal plan, are not the nights that we have nothing going on, but are the nights that we have something going on, and so we need to have a solution for those nights. I think sometimes we make the mistake of planning for those meals that might take a little bit longer, things like that, on those nights that are less busy, and sometimes we forget about those busy nights and how hard it can be to get meals on the table, and then we end up in that takeout trap where we're doing takeout a couple times a week, and we're like, ah, we're spending too much money on takeout. So focusing on those nights where you need that extra support is going to be really key. Tip number three, 
take yourself on a meal planning date. I want you to do this before the end of the year so you can start the new year strong with a meal planning routine. You're going to take some time to create two lists. Number one, your family favorites list, and number two, your recipes to try list. Your family favorites list is a list of the meals that your family loves. These are crowd-pleasing meals, so everyone in your family is pretty much okay with these meals. Maybe with some small modifications, but these are the meals that people generally don't complain about. Even if you only have a couple of meals, maybe it's burger night and spaghetti night, whatever it is, this is going to give you a place to start with your meal plan. So I want you to have that list on hand. I find that for every mom that I work with, just having a place to start, having that list of family favorites, and then also the list of recipes to try, but we'll get to that in a second. Having that list of family favorites makes us go, okay, I have some options. I have some ideas because the biggest thing that I hear from moms when it comes to meal planning is that it's intimidating having to come up with a new plan every single week. And there are solutions for this. And I'm going to share that with you in a minute. And I share more about this in the Healthy Mama Meal Planner because there are different ways to meal plan. But no matter what way you meal plan, having a family favorites list is going to help to simplify your meal plan. I like to divide this up seasonally. So typically I do fall and winter meals together because these meals are pretty similar and spring and summer together. You can sit down seasonally and update this list. However it works the best for you, what's important is giving yourself a place to start with your meal plan so that it feels a little less stressful. And then I always put one to two meals from my family favorites list on my meal plan first so that two meals are already done. And these can be meals that are shortcut meals or they can be meals that are a little bit longer as long as you have the time for those in your schedule, right? So I like to have a mix of meals that are shortcut quick dinners and meals that are maybe family favorites, but they take a little bit longer. However, no matter what meals you choose, I want these to be meals that are realistic for your family on an average week. These are not the meals you make twice a year on Christmas and Easter or whatever it is because your family loves them, but they take hours and hours. These are still realistic weeknight family favorites. So during your meal planning date, okay, and I want you to take this time to yourself. So whether you kick everyone out of the house for an hour or you go to a coffee shop, I want this to feel a little bit special. So take yourself on a meal planning date, light a candle, have a fancy coffee or tea or kombucha or wine, whatever time of the day you're doing this. I want you to take an hour or two and I want you to take out your favorite cookbooks, your, you know, the Instagram posts that you've saved with recipes and your Pinterest board. Take them all, create your family favorites list, and then create your recipes to try list. So these are recipes that you would like to try that maybe you've saved, but are not ones that your family has already tried and you know they already love. These two lists together is going to give you a place to start. And this is where I want you to focus with your meal plan is on the family favorites list and the recipes to try list. In the meal planner, there's a space to put where you found that recipe. So I like to keep all of my recipes in a folder on Google Drive. So I have, a, I have folders within the folder, actually. So I have a main folder of our family recipes. And then within that, I have recipes saved from all different places. And this is where I keep all of my recipes. I used to keep a recipe binder. I actually still have a recipe binder, but I keep mostly like 
family recipes in that binder now and the kind of week to week recipes that I use, whether they be my own or ones from some of my favorite sources, I keep them in there. And I've even gone as far as taking snapshots with my phone of recipes from cookbooks and uploading them to that place too, just so everything is in one place. I find it so much more helpful and organized to have everything in one place. So having that family favorites list and the recipes to try list means that's where you go when you meal plan week to week. You're not looking at five different places and spending an hour and a half meal planning every single week. My meal planning takes me 20 minutes and it doesn't have to take any longer for you. So again, I like to do this usually every three to four months. I sit down and update my family favorites list and my recipes to try list. And any recipes that we tried that month that we really loved and I made more than once, they go on my family favorites list and expand that for either the upcoming season Or the next time, you know, say we're going from winter to spring, then maybe you put them on the winter family favorites list and you can go back to those next year and you have more options for next year. The more you use this process, the more options you'll have and the easier the meal planning process will become. And shameless self-promotion, if you want new ideas, weekly join the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. It starts at only three bucks a month and you'll get weekly meal inspiration and member-exclusive recipes. Tip number four. Try planning with themes. If meal planning is really intimidating and choosing recipes every single week is intimidating, having a daily theme can be really helpful. Now, these themes don't need to be forever. You can switch these themes up every three to four months, just like you do your family favorites list and your recipes to try list. But what this does is it simplifies things even further. If every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday, you're not looking through every single recipe on your family favorites and recipes to try list, you're just looking for the tacos. So which taco recipe do I want to use? Do I want to choose a new taco recipe? Do I want to go with our go-to taco recipe? Whatever that might be. So having those themes, those daily themes, so it could be soup sundae. There doesn't need to be any alliteration, but it's just fun. Soup sundae, meatless Monday, taco Tuesday, wacky Wednesday. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So whatever your themes are, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you're simplifying things, and this can be really helpful if there are specific meals that you know your family enjoys. Having those every week, you're like, all right, every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. The kids expect it, and there's less complaints, just a little bit easier that way. So this can be really helpful if you have a calendar of regular activities that take up a lot of time in the evenings or on specific evenings. You can you know that every Thursday is when you do leftovers or Every Friday is when you do pizza night, whatever it might be. And again, there's space in the Healthy Mama Meal Planner for daily themes if you want to use that method in the monthly meal planning calendar. And do you need the Healthy Mama Meal Planner in order to do all of this? No. I'm going to talk about it because I love it and it's a really helpful tool, just like all of these things that I mentioned today. But ultimately, the number one thing that's going to make meals easier in 2023 is just that you have a plan, that you're actually doing the planning. So I want you to stop stressing so much about your meal plan. Stop over planning. Stop feeling like you have to plan for seven days in order to actually get your, you know, have a solid meal plan. Five days is plenty. Make sure you're looking at your calendar before you meal plan. So You have your regular activities and then anything else that might come up. Take yourself on a meal planning date every season. Do it before the new year. Create your new family favorites list. Update your family favorites list. Create a new recipes to try list. Have those on hand to start your meal plan every single week. If you want to simplify things 
further. Try planning with themes. There's other suggestions like a rotational meal plan, things like that in the meal planner as well, because it's a guide as well as a meal planning notebook. However you choose to meal plan, remember that it can be flexible. And the key is just that you have a plan and that it works for you and it works for your life. So stop stressing, start simplifying. I hope this was helpful, a little short and sweet episode to give you some inspiration because I know it's the holiday season, but the new year is coming and I want you to feel confident about making your meal plan work in the new year. Have a great holiday week and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple. <laughs>